Welcome to A Call Across the Pond, Transforming Relationships at School, at Home, and Beyond, with Tara Gretton and Vicki Essebag. Thank you for bringing us into your day. Today, our episode is an open, summary conversation. And by summary, we don't mean, you know, a shortened version of a conversation. We actually mean it's summertime, and we just want to have an open, summary conversation. Yay! <laughs> hey, Tara. Hi, Vicky. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, it is a very, it's very nice and summery here in Toronto. Uh, we're getting a lot of good weather now that the 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 smoke inhalation is mm. a, is much better. We're oh, it's definitely environmentally things are better, and yes. we're enjoying some nice warm weather and some sunshine. And, oh. um, enjoying the water and all of that so we don't get a lot of that the season is very short so oh, it's really it? nice yeah. to be able to yeah. to uh just make the most mm. how about you yes well i think at one point we thought we'd had our summer we had um a few weeks ago a really lovely sort of june time beautiful spell of absolutely gorgeous weather and then July hit and then the heavens opened. <laughs> we had a lot of a lot of rain, um, yeah. but I have to say the the ground, the grass looks much better for it. Having been quite scorched, yes. it's now kind of yeah. green again. So um, yeah, as much as it's been a bit dreary, I think yeah for the for the plants and the grass and everything, it's been good. But do you garden, Tara? Pardon? Do you garden? I don't garden. Well, do I kind of potter with like the patio and the pots and that. Okay. You know, I like that side of the garden. Our garden is about 150, maybe even 200 foot. So, oh, wow. Pretty long. And um, Adam, my husband, is keen, keen gardener. And um, that is his his little kind of place to to meditate and just to potter and um yeah he well there's also a lot of trees in pots because he runs a charity uh tree charity oh yeah Yeah. okay what charity is that so it's more trees for bath and northeast somerset which is the area where we live in the uk and um he set it up about 12 years ago when he was kind of very concerned and worried about the future um, in terms of the climate crisis. So him sort of taking action um, was really important in order for him to be able to kind of cope with everything that was ahead of us. So he set up a tree charity and initially they were planting um trees all over the area little kind of and and in some deprived areas and schools and um because you know around the city um since then they've set up tree nurseries where they literally go out and collect seeds and then they grow it from seeds so it's all native and it's all very much from seed and then planted yeah so they're not buying in uh non-native trees or buying from garden centers they're growing their own so they're so they're trees that are the the varieties are trees that are native to the soil there so so there's 
So they will grow, they will be hardy and they will grow well. What are the native trees to the soil there? Um, Now, that is a really good question. (laughs) I should be able to answer. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of oak. I think okay yeah I'm sure there is more species too I'll be able to tell you that in the next episode when okay that sounds great I think I would have I would know these things with Adam (laughs) (laughs) I listen I'm and yes but these are the things that um that don't stick in my mind (laughs) well it sounds like you've been very supportive in his tree planting project absolutely he can go yes. and do yeah plant as many <laughs> trees grow as many seeds as he wants so, yeah so yes he loves his garden and that is that's wonderful name. that's yeah. wonderful well there is something incredibly meditative about the garden yeah. I find that too um it really is I mean I you know I miss having my dog Norman by my side oh, to yeah. sort of help me meditate in the garden. But um, but you know we're getting a we're we're getting our puppy. I know very I'm soon. Ask. Yeah, when does the in uh, we'll be getting her right at the beginning of August. Mm. So she will become my my meditating garden garden companion oh. for sure. Yeah. And uh, and I do find that there's just something mm. so relaxing and wonderful. And you know. It, the the fascinating thing about gardens out here, and it's probably the same for you guys, is that we really our gardens completely disappear in the winter. Yeah, we just don't have. So basically, gardening yeah. season is May to, I guess, October. Mm-hmm. We're sort of pushing it in October, right? Yeah. But it's it, and so and then everything just disappears again. Yeah. So there is this passion. Mm. about gardening mm. in Canada just because you know we appreciate it so much because we don't get much of it and then you know my my sisters they they have a year-round garden in wow. Florida yeah they they just never have to think about that I mean they've got the most beautiful mature plants and flowers just because they can exist it's all year round. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit jealous of that. I have to say. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> but, but then there's something so special, you know, as spring comes and the yes, it starts to open up and you start to sort of step out. I absolutely love that, you know. Well, you know, it's a it it is a visual renewal. Mm-hmm. It really is that. It's mm-hmm. a visual renewal an opportunity to start something new and the garden, you know, like life, Mm. right. And the way that life evolves and changes every year, the garden is never the same Mm. every year. Mm. So there's always that anticipation that with that renewal, it Mm. will, it will actually be a whole new, interesting type of, of, uh, opportunity really yeah. so I I love that too that anticipation of not knowing mm-hmm. what it's going to be like and what it's going to grow into and how certain plants would have become more mature and look yeah. different and mm-hmm. you know so it is a very lovely lovely hobby to have yeah, yeah. if if you like getting your hands in the earth I mean <laughs> yes this is it yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and I love you know, the other end when it goes into autumn and the colours change and it, I like it as yes. it starts the days shorten and 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd love to be able to get to a point to be able to to listen to that more and to kind of reflect that in 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 everyday life, you know, that we you know, that we should start to slow down a bit as the autumn comes. Yes. And um yeah, that's my hope for this year. That you know, yeah. that just to slow the pace and uh, to start to not completely hibernate, obviously, because that's not possible, but just a little bit to, um, to slow down a little bit in the autumn. That, you know, the conversation about slowing the pace, mm. it's a conversation that we all have. Yeah. We all want to slow the pace, mm. and yet um, there it is, fast and furious a lot of the time. Yeah. And it's a constant reminder to say, um, I need to be in the moment mm. to to notice mm. how the pace is impacting mm. my my health, my well-being, mm. and to think about how I'm gonna manage that. Yeah. And to think about how in in one way or another I'm already managing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing this kind of in very intentional. And I think it's quite interesting when, um, you know, you kind of set your mind to something with such a clear intention. And I've literally been slowing down how <laughs> I kind of... Because I'm at home, I do things super, super, super fast. Everything's done kind of really. And, I, and I've never really had a major issue with that. I kind of like the efficiency of um, getting lots done and doing it quickly. <laughs> but literally, I've been slowing down how I move around the house. How wonderful is that? Yeah. And so almost like, you know, that that yogic walking? Yeah. Yeah. The meditative walking. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Very like that. And yes. I've been getting up a little bit earlier in the morning just to give myself some more time and just really intentionally doing everything slowly and being much more in the moment as I'm doing it. So mindful yeah. kind of, you know, even brushing my teeth, making um, my coffee in the morning. And, and it's just been so interesting, the difference. That, that kind of makes in how I experience what I'm doing in the moment, what I notice. Yes. You know, things yes. like just noticing the sun and, you know, the garden, those types of things, just looking out the window, um, just having a little bit more time to interact with the dog rather than being like, I've got time, we've got to do this, got that. And, um, just the joy from the small things as well, from just really taking my time and the difference yeah, it, to the way that I'm thinking as well. Yes, the, the way that you're thinking about how you're doing something, right? because a lot of the time we, it's about what we do mm -hmm. and doing it. Mm -hmm. But it's not about stopping to think about how we do it. Mm, yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. You know, recently, 
I, I don't know if I had mentioned, but I guess almost a year ago, I had had a knee injury. Mm-hmm. It was a very mild knee injury, or it seemed that way at the time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really in the front of the knee, it was the back of the knee. So it was something having to do with the tendons or the ligaments or whatever. And I just figured, you know what, this will heal itself over time. Mm-hmm. But it really hasn't. It re-injures very quickly and so on. And so finally, I was referred to a um, a sports, um, a, a, I don't know how to describe him, but what he does is he helps people to correct physical whatever physical concerns they're having uh, and in physiotherapeutically, mm-hmm. but he's not a physiotherapist. He's, he's a sports guy. So I guess part trainer, part physio, but so I went last week for a session because I realized I have to do some really targeted things mm. of my knee. And he did just what you described. Mm. So he said he was actually, so he was saying to me, just move your leg ever so slightly this way and raise it ever so slightly Mm. and stretch this way. And I was doing movements, Tara, that I had never done before, that I had never seen before. Mm -hmm. But I realized that what he was doing very intentionally was being in the moment Mm. to try to both assess and help me Mm. to find a way that would really support and help my knee. And the movements were so fractional. And it really made me think about the how. You know, that that just walking on my knee every day and hoping and praying that it gets better (laughs) is not really going to solve the problem. So the thinking about the how, being intentional Mm -hmm. and finding creative Mm -hmm. ways Mm -hmm. in which to observe what it is that we're doing. And and to find ways that are really unique and right for you. Yes. Yes. You know, I like to be on the move. You know, I like yes. to be active. So being still for me and meditating or taking to, you know, is just doesn't. It's not something that I would find easy to do. So I've never done it. But actually by being creative and thinking, how can I experience that slowing of pace and creating space in my life, you know, physically, environmentally and mentally in a way that's really, really right for me. So incorporating it into my day and my routine just suits me perfectly. And it may be that for you, because you like to be active, Mm -hmm. it may be that for you, that peace of mind comes in an active form. Mm -hmm. A just different type of activity than the exhaustive activity. 
yes. that work can bring or that, um, you know, intense, intensive routines can bring. Mm. But if, if you're an active person, it may be mm. that you just have to find a different way of using that energy mm. actively. Yeah. Yeah. So sort of, yeah, thinking about your story and sort of mine sort of combines, you know, it's the, the how. Yeah. You know, really thinking about how we do things. You know, it really comes to mind when, you know, we ask conversations that I've had with young people, how did you do that? I just did it. You know, like, yes. How? Yes. <laughs> Tell me how you did it. For the how yes. and and the timing. Yes. And thinking about the physio. You know, the really small and the power of the small. Yes. So the detail of yeah. how, the power of the small. And it really makes me think, I can't remember whether I've shared this with you before, and, and the person that I'm going to talk about, he's very open about his story being shared, so obviously it'll be, um, won't share his name, but a, a person that I was working with, still working with, but he had quite a significant uh, road traffic accident, and oh, he was pulled under a van and whilst it was moving and in the process oh my yeah was had quite a significant injury to his lower leg and where it was very likely that it was going to be amputated um however um they were able to to save it um but it needed to be put in a massive kind of cage um wow. yeah I don't want to go into too many details to be too gory but um but it needed to be um basically the bone needed to be grown um, okay back together and they can there's this process set that they can do that is just quite unbelievable where they grow the bone must and be, they kind of must be it. so painful yeah but it's in this almighty cage so right and it takes a very, very long time. You know, it's a year and a half where your your mobility, this person's mobility was obviously significantly impacted. Um, so effectively bed bound for um, the best part of a year and a half. And um, having had a very, very active life. But what in order for the bone to grow, there's these bolts that are kind of in the leg and there is these tiny 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 movements that you kind of have to turn these bolts over a period of so every day over a very long period of time and all of these tiny 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 movements is what enables the bone to grow and then for the bone to be able to rejoin them to to the wow yeah I mean it is unbelievable that yeah this is possible and you know, in talking to him um, and, you know, him having sort of been, he's coming towards the end of it now. And when he looks back at the journey that he's been on, you know, very difficult journey, but actually what he, what he's taken away from this experience about how these tiny, tiny, tiny changes 
you know, over over quite a long period of time, you know, at a really slow pace. And, yes. Um, he says it's totally changed his perspective on life. Right. And then as, as part the first part of the cage came off, and from that he was able to bend his knee. Oh, my. And the experience of being able to bend his knee. And to wow. be able to put, to swing his legs around from the bed onto the floor. Like the impact of being able to experience that small movement. Yeah. Yeah. Has, you know, and then each tiny thing that's happened since then is appreciation of so many things that ordinarily we take for granted. Absolutely. And that's now it. That's now kind of grown and expanded to so many other things in his life. What he says he can see now that he couldn't see before, in terms of the small, tiny things in our lives that we just do, or we think that we just do, and yet they have you know, this, significance and meaning. The fascinating thing there is that you know, it, and it, it brings us back to the trees. Yeah. You know, you plant this little seedling and a lot of people wouldn't bother mm. because you're just not going to see very much for a long time. Mm. You know, by the time those trees really take root and grow and become mm. the, the trees that they're going to be. Yeah. And so a lot of people really you know it's it's a, it's a question of patience yes right that yeah. that how willing are we mm. to invest in change that isn't immediate yeah. yeah so you know here you have a a a colleague or a a, a client who is witnessing first hand mm. that slow mm. change and he's recognizing how momentous it is yeah because he's not just seeing it he's feeling it he's breathing it yeah. on mm. a daily basis and appreciating it mm. yeah <clears throat> that is really an incredible story tara that's mm. just I can't even begin to imagine, mm. um, you know, what what appears to be a terrible tragedy at the outset is such a success. Yeah. And not just in the outcome of his mobility and being able to get himself off of the bed, mm -hmm. but his change of perception. That is that in itself is life altering. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And it's yeah. And it's been such a beautiful kind of journey to witness. You know. And, uh, oh yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We we can all learn from him. I mean, this is where. <laughs> yeah. Where absolutely. And he's so like share my story you know so generous with yes yes that is very generous of yeah him. yeah oh 
Wow, wow, what a beautiful conversation. That's always (laughs) thank you, Tara. It's wonderful. Oh, I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Same here. Likewise. Looking forward. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.